Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise Eckert and I'm the host of the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here with techniques and ideas to help you lower the stress in your life because what living in stress is just not good. And one of our biggest things, or in my life, one of the biggest things that causes stress is finances. And today I've got a wonderful woman. Daylene Higgins is a money coach for Gen Xers and the host of the Wealthy After 40 podcast. After reaching her dream of retiring early at the age of 50, she decided she wanted to help others do the same. So now she's on a mission to help Gen Xers ditch debt, save her retirement and live life on their own terms. Well, welcome, Daylene. Thank you. Excited to be here. Now, what inspired you to do this? So you had your own thing going on and you were able to retire at 50. At the age of about 35, I realized that I had that option. So I was working in the government, had a pension option, and then the 30 years was all I needed to put in at a minimum. And I started when I was 18 and life just kept me there, which was fine. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that is an option. And it was an, and I say an option because when you retire, you get a 40% cut in pay. So that was what the pension was paying out. And I'm like, well, if I can have everything lined up, then I, if I want to retire early, I can. And, but at the age of 35, I did not know. And so 30 years would have been 48, obviously. So I just worked hard. My daughter was eight. So we still had all of her growth years. We still did family fun. We had a trailer. We had recreational vehicles. We bought recreational property. So I know some people are like, you probably did nothing. No, I still lived my life, but I was very pointed with all of my money and that had to serve me very well. And so my husband actually retired three years before I did. And so as I was getting closer, I was like, okay, I think we're there. And so I did. I retired at the age of 50. And when I was getting ready to retire, I thought, what am I going to do? I can't sit in a chair all day. I'm an avid reader and I already read many, many hours in the day. So I'm like, I can't read eight more hours in the day. And so I was just trying to figure out what would support me and still help keep me young, even though I was no longer punching the clock of the nine to five. And I realized, okay, you're achieving your financial dream. Why don't you help others? And so that's how I became a financial coach, because I just want other people to realize that if there's something you truly, truly desire, there you can make a plan to get there. Is it easy? Probably not. Although it wasn't that hard. Like I said, I still got to enjoy my life. But if that's what you truly want, you can make it happen. And you just got to get a plan. Just got to get a plan. So for anybody listening that at the current state right now, if they're self-employed and they do have debt, what are some of the initial steps that they can take to change that around? 
Well, so hopefully they're doing well. If they're self-employed, I would say make sure your business is set up. It's sustaining itself. And at the point you're able to make sure you're investing solo entrepreneurs. So individuals who are self-employed, they have still have options for retirement investments. There's a solo 401k. They can take that option. There's IRAs, things like that. And they can start putting in towards that. But before making that determination, if they're wanting to retire before the age of 59 and a half, they're going to want to strategize and um, invest in other areas. So I would look at start saving because the sooner you can get in, the quicker it can grow, the longer it can be there. And then also at the same time, you're making that decision, depending on what your debt is and the totality of it, I would just get a plan together and start paying that off because that's the other thing is heading into retirement. The less you have forced as an outgo, life is so much easier. You can still make the choices of what you want to go, but there's not the demand on your money. So really looking at saving for retirement and paying off that debt together, I think works really, really well for anyone to consider. I've been an entrepreneur all my life. And unfortunately, my income fluctuates from one extreme to another. Right. What can I do for in situations like that? When you have the money, invest it. But before you go to investing, you're going to want to make sure that you have that liquid savings. So liquid savings for your business. And I would also say liquid savings for your personal. And those are two different things. And make sure that you can support while the time is low and that you can also support any emergency, any financial surprise that you can handle that. So you don't have to go back into debt. And I'm not saying debt is bad, but if we can manage it and keep it low, that is ideal. But yeah, that roller coaster ride, that irregularity, hopefully you really get into the nitty gritty of what is your basic need for income, right? That And as an entrepreneur, that's probably what you need. What is my minimum I need to live on? And then from there, you kind of fluff it up and then fluff it up from there. So if times are really, really good and really extreme, make sure you're filling up those extra buckets, those emergency buckets, and then have it flow over into your investment. Invest when you can. It's as a as a nine to five worker, I was able to put in every paycheck, but I understand entrepreneurs are not, but you're still able to put in when times are really well. And I would say, yeah, go for it. And that same time, balance that with the paying off the debt so that you're not having both of those or your debt. Because if you still have your debt and you've invested everything, but you can't get it out, you're still stuck with your debt. So trying to balance that is very, very hard. So kind of roll with the punches, but have that here's the minimum I need to live on. And then here's the things I desire to do because we do, we do need to have enjoyment in our life. We need to be able to fund that. So it's like, okay, if it's been a rough year for entrepreneur and then two years later, you're like, oh, I'm doing really well. Well, what is that next desire? Is that you're traveling? Is that a remodel in your home? Is that new furniture? What is that next level of desire? And then as it's rolling up, that's what I think of as like minimum is your basic, your desires, then let's go to debt payoff and investing and start feeding into that while you can, while the getting's good. And then once it starts scaling back, just start scaling back with it and really be in tune with your numbers. So hopefully, hopefully you're a numbers person, at least to some degree being a business owner and just having those key numbers like, okay, if I drop to here, I know I got to make this adjustment. If I drop to here, I've got to make this adjustment and just support yourself that way so that you're not 
homeless or living on credit or whatever that may be. But yeah. And that's what I found hard being an entrepreneur. Like you do have your good months. Now, is there any sort of tips that you can offer entrepreneurs? How much do we have as our liquid savings or how do we keep our liquid savings? So your um, liquid savings are going to be anything that is going to cover your car repairs, your medical um, expenses. So if you kind of know what's what's going to happen. So if you have a really old car, you're going to want to save a lot more for car repairs or car replacement even at that point. Um, But if you have a newer car, maybe warranties covering under it, you're not going to need to bolster that up as much. But how old is your furnace? How old is your air conditioner? What about your roof? Roofs can be expensive. So knowing that you got to plan ahead for that. Oh, I'm probably good for about 10 years, but start getting that savings in place for that. I always like to talk about, think about your house. Think about all the things that you need to replace. Which one is the most expensive to replace and save for that amount? Don't save for all of them individually because not likely is your furnace, your air conditioner, and your roof going to need to be repaired in the same month. And if it does, <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. So I always like to say, strive for that highest expense. And if that's your roof, then just save for your roof. And then if your AC goes out, you've got the money for it. And you can start saving up until that roof repair is needed to happen. And so, I yeah, hopefully that helps in building that liquid savings for that. Same with your business, right? What is your necessary outgo every month? And so build that up 12 to 18 months so that that can be covered on times when they're lean and then just shuffle yourself out and cover yourself from there. So yeah, definitely a roller coaster for sure. But Trying to figure out those buckets of money, I think, to save you in both business and personal will probably do you better than anything else that you choose to do. Now, you talk about investing. Is there a type of investment that you can get involved with where this month I did really well, so I've got extra money so I can just throw it in there? Because I know in the past I signed up for things where it was a monthly payment which sometimes didn't work out on the lean months. I mean, are there open investments that you recommend? I would stick with either that solo 401k and then within that, you get to define what your investments are. So I'd stick with a 401k or I'd stick with an IRA because that's something that you can just drop in money to. And then if you max those out, you also have the option of a Roth, which is not taxed upon withdrawal as long as you're 59 and a half. So there's all three of those as well. But these other things and these other plans, I probably wouldn't go with one that had a plan, especially as an entrepreneur, because then you're stuck in that payment. To me, that would be the same as debt. Those are more of a quote guarantee. But if you can just stick it in an investment 401 or an individual retirement account, IRA, and just let it grow. But if you're not able to contribute to it for six months because of business, it's fine. It's just going to sit there. It's just going to sit there and it's still going to work for you. So, yeah. And now what is the easiest way to get rid of your debt? Like, is it putting it all in one pot or is it doing one debt at a time or? It really boils, boils down to the individual. So if you don't like seeing the one big amount, I wouldn't suggest rolling them all together. If you like to see them come off really quick, start with the smallest amount and get that paid off. But if you're one that's like, oh, I can hang in there for a little bit. So I'm going to get the more expensive one out of there. So there's a couple of different strategies to talk about that way. So the debt snowball, the debt avalanche, 
There might be a debt that you're like, I just really wished I didn't have this anymore. And that could be your first one. It really is just picking one, going for it, and then taking that money that you were paying to that and pay it to another one and just keep going and just keep flowing and keep rolling. So I have paid off many of cars, a couple times of student loans and my house. I'm mortgage-free as well. And so it's just really just sticking with the plan and just knowing that you're in it for the long haul. But if there truly is a debt that you're like, I really wished I would have not chosen to do this, then get it out of your hair because it's just going to drive you batty every time you go to pay it. And once you can release those feelings, I think the rest of your debt, you'll be able to handle so much easier. And then you can recognize that and move on. That sounds good. A lot of times I kind of, I would just look at, okay, what interest rate am I paying here? What interest rate I'm paying here? But that didn't really work for me. So, I mean, I think, yeah, just, I think, taking the smallest one, because then you see that it working yeah. for yourself yeah. and then going from there, which is a really great idea. Are there any other techniques that you can share with the audience of how to help them financially right now? So another fun thing, as you were talking about saving, just saving in general, I loved increasing my savings rate. And so at the time as an entrepreneur, if you're doing really well, what you do is you take how much you're putting into savings, no matter where it is, whether you're investing it or just putting it in your liquid savings and divide that by your income that you have coming in. And that'll give you a percentage. And just try to increase that as much as you can, as often as you can. Now, I know with business as a roller coaster, you might want to tie it to something else and saying, my business is doing really well, so then I want to be saving this month. Just kind of make it a game. And then you're really challenging yourself on a different number instead of, I want it to grow to this amount. You can actually see a percentage change and you know affect it and be really driven, hopefully, by that and seeing that number grow as opposed to the overall. So. That sounds fun. So I understand you've got a giveaway for us today. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I have $50 off of my 90-day program. So 90 days, what we do is we dig into your financial situation and then we create a plan. We give you a management system that is as simple as three different numbers. And then we factor in your future goals and the fluctuations you might be seeing and teach you how to manage that. So it is normally $12.98. So for listeners, it would be $12.48. And that's three months. We can definitely do a payment plan. And it can be business or personal. I can help you with either one. Wonderful. Now, where can people find you? All things personal finance. And that's my Facebook group, All Things Personal Finance. Come join us there. I do lives every week. It's a lot more of the teaching style in there. Join me over on Instagram at elevate underscore finances. I share more about what I do and how I do it. And yeah, then I have my podcast, Wealthy After 40, where I talk about every individual subjects and educate you and share personal stories of how I was able to get to where I am. Okay. So by the way, I'm in Canada. I know our systems are quite different to the U.S. Would you be able to help Canadians or is it more for the U.S. listeners? I can definitely help the Canadians as well. I I think managing your finances is the same. I think the structure might be slightly different, but I think overall the idea can still get you from point A to point Z. Okay, great. So we're going to wrap this up. Now, are there any final words of wisdom that Daylene can share with us today? 
get on your journey. Make sure you have a goal. Make sure you have an end goal and you have little goals in between. And just know that if you work hard, you will reach your goal. Sounds good to me. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Great information because I know getting rid of debt would be an amazing feeling right now. And yeah, just having that financial stability just makes a difference in our lives and being able to have that freedom, which is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening and giving you a gentle reminder to slow down and enjoy life. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace and I'll see you in the next episode.